and to Aaron. From parting moves, we're here with Miss Patty Ryan from Patty from the Chamber of Commerce, talking about how Massachusetts works. Miss Patty, can you describe your business and what your role is? Sure. Um, so I work for the Lakewood Chamber of Commerce. And the Lakewood Chamber of Commerce is a nonprofit organization um, that um, is organized to kind of promote and advance businesses and professionals in the community and also promote Lakewood as a great place to live, work, and visit. And so, um, as a nonprofit organization, the office work that we do, we use a lot of math in that. For example, we have to have a budget every year, so we have to project maybe increases in costs and whether or not that means that we have to increase our prices for events, um, luncheons with the speaker, or um, we do collect dues from the businesses in the community. Um, and so that's all kind of done in a, in a budgeting um, meeting that takes place and has to be voted on and approved. And like a lot of nonprofits, we have a board of directors and they're made up of business owners and professionals in the community that are kind of business leaders from all areas of Lakewood and all types of business. And they kind of help guide um, what kind of services we're offering, what programming we're doing, and how we're promoting the city. And but also, um, some of them serve on the finance committee, and um, their experience might be in accounting, like a CPA, or um, might be bankers. You know, that can kind of help with any kind of loans or anything that you might need to apply for. So um, uh, that they come in really uh, very handy when we're doing things like budgeting or have to do taxes and, and um, even just um, whether or not we can afford your step raises, things like that. What, you know why the chamber yeah, it was established in 1911, and almost every community has a chamber of commerce. And it's separate from city government. And the reason it is, and it's a nonprofit organization, is because businesses in general don't want, they want to have like almost their own group to advocate for them that can talk on their behalf to like city council people and the mayor's office and even like the police department and fire department to try to make rules that are business friendly. So usually they start off when a town is like just kind of getting started and there's a few business leaders that will start it and then as the city grows, they'll get to the point, and Lakewood did this like, like in the 1980s where they actually hired staff and had offices. Before that, it was done by volunteers, you know, kind of like a PTA or something like that. Um, and so, um, you know, Lakewood was no different. Um, you know, Lakewood was, you know, really kind of booming at the beginning of the 1900s. and. Um, 
we have a lot of also professionals that work downtown. There, you know, because there's a lot of bigger offices in downtown Cleveland, but um, they live here and they feel more connected to this community, and they want to make sure that you know the small businesses here are served. What does being su successful in your business look like? Well, um, you know, like a lot of people professionally, my bosses are this group of 21 professionals that make up our board of directors. And we sit down and uh, set goals. And so it could be, like I said, so we have membership dues. So it could be to increase those by a certain percentage every year to kind of help grow the budget of the Chamber of Commerce, and, or it could be, um, you know, something like to host so many events and they have to do it in budget, you know, like can't lose money on them or anything like that. So the big event, one that we host every year is the Taste of Lakewood in Madison Park. And it's really big, it brings in like about 15,000 people on a sunny day. So you spend a lot of money running tents and generators and things like that, but if it pours down rain, kind of like could really take a loss on that. So kind of looking at ways to kind of protect, you know, those things that you want to do for the community because they help the businesses, you know, promote themselves as restaurants, but also um, making sure that it's not going to lose the organizational effort. So, um, so if I can pull off some of those things, I'm very, you know, successful. Um, staying within the budget makes me successful. But most of all, I think being a nonprofit, it's you know maybe different than a lot of professions where I have to suspend everything that comes in. You know, so this is no profit at the end of the year, right? So just giving back to the community and making smart decisions about what we do. Um, have you ever had to work with someone to solve a problem? Can you give an example? Yes. So, well, where to start? Almost daily, I think we have, um, I have Lauren Small, who's our marketing and PR director, and she leaves, she just left, she leaves about three every day. And um, so we're the paid staff, and then we had an intern from um, Tri-C that works for us on special events. But most of our, since we have a small staff, most everything we do is done by committee. So we have committee meetings where we get the input of, of different business owners and, and professionals in the community um, regarding, especially during COVID. We work really closely in partnership with the city of Lakewood and the mayor's office and other small businesses and Lakewood Alive, which is another nonprofit in town, to come up with resources we could um, use to help businesses be able to survive not being open for a significant amount of time or um, help people work remotely, things like that. So teamwork's really important. So, well, um, I think that one of the things that we always say is kind of our mantra is there's really no chamber of commerce emergency. 
you know, not to panic, in other words. So, for example, just today, we had a speaker lined up at a big luncheon at the end of the month, and he has a small child who um, has health issues, and he's just really not confident with the rise in COVID right now, speaking to like 125 people at a live luncheon. And so we, it kind of caught us by surprise because we've been promoting this and like, you know, register here for this event. So uh, we had to look at our options. We could postpone the event, but it already had been postponed twice. So we didn't really want to do that. We, we could try to work with the, the venue to see if there was any way that this speaker could like, remote in like you know put a big screen up and just have him talk on camera and our audience be able to watch him that way and the unfortunately the venue that we'd already set up doesn't really have that technology to do it well we're kind of afraid of quality you know because it's not something that they have available so he was really generous in that he connected it to one of his colleagues. So that was our third thing. We, we have a new speaker on the same topic. And so it was this crazy morning because it was, you know, a lot of people needed to know by the end of the day whether or not we were going to postpone or cancel this thing or whether we were going to move the venue to a different place that could do the AV needed or just go with a different speaker. And so you just, you know, it's not really anybody's fault. You want to respect everybody's decisions. But I think we, a lot of people will tell you the last, and I'm sure you guys have experienced it too at school, that, you know, you just have to be flexible right now. There's a lot of days where you just have to persevere because, you know, what started up like was looking like it was going to go one way in the morning, you know, when you came to work, it completely changed right now. So pivot, that's what you keep saying. Pivot, pivot, you know, come up with a new plan. How do you use models in your business like graphs or charts? That's a good question. So my we do a board meeting at the beginning of every month and it's in the morning and basically just to kind of make sure we're on track with our financial goals and just um, our programming goals um, and you know helping other businesses so one of the things that we've done for the last probably five years is a dashboard so they'll get a big printed packet out you know with the minutes from the last meeting and you know all these other things but most people just want um, like a really simple to look at dashboard that's kind of visual kind of what the you know what the goal was that we sent for ourselves for the year and kind of you know just graph where we are to date. You know, are we are we on track to meet that goal? Are we behind or whatever? Because I think it's just a really good visual for people. Um the other thing is a lot of times we'll talk about the census and like you know we're talking about the community and you know, so we have fifty thousand people here. Well what are what, you know the, the kind of the pie graphs of how many people are under 18? How many people are between 18 and 25? How many, you know, I'm kind of seeing demographically by age and by, um, 
you know, raise your ethnicity, but what does it really look like out there? You know, and so we'll kind of look at pie graphs and kind of put that up there because I think a visual graph, um, you know, using Excel, you can usually just type those numbers in and it can give you a pretty accurate graph to be able to kind of give people a question. Um, what formulas do you use to figure out math-related problems? Well, obviously, you know, uh, addition and subtraction, you know, that's pretty common just, uh, let's say I'm going to the bank and I'm making a deposit, just adding up the checks, you know, and making sure that um, I know the total that I'm depositing. Um, and, but also, I use percentages a lot, like probably this, you know, I've heard me talking about the percentage of the goal, um, year-to-date totals, and things like that, so percentages a lot. Um, and then also, I think that probably the most, the most complicated, like, models or methodologies, or maybe, um, like, statistically, um, trying to figure out like estimates on how many, like how much, how big a crowd would be at a festival or something like that. And you know, what you can do is, or how many people were there for the big festival. So let's say it's the 4th of uh, July. And I think this is really cool. So you can take an aerial, like a drone shot of a crowd, and you can take like an inch of that and and it can calculate how many people are in that inch by inch square on that on that photo and then it kind of does a really good job i guess within like five percent of us to make how many people in that show so that's kind of a cool tool that we don't use a lot but we use it for the big festival you know because people say well how many people came because i don't want to maybe sponsor that event unless i know my name first federal lakewood's been in front of so many people so how many people can you tell me came for that and that's really cool. Are you required to be precise and how do you use precision in your business? Um, we are required to be precise. Estimates are one thing, but then, you know, obviously with financials, um, especially like down to the pennies for us taxes go, we do um, also have um, as a nonprofit a kind of a responsibility to our members and the public to kind of use the funds wisely. Um, so, you know, making sure that we're not, you know, you know, rounding up too generously or things like that that can come back and kind of bite you later when somebody says, well, that doesn't match what's over here in the financial statement, you know, so it's important to um, be accurate and also to be transparent so everybody kind of understands how does the Chamber of Commerce receive money and what does it go towards? So we receive money, um, we, we kind of have different silos. So one thing that I mentioned was dues revenue. So dues revenue is if you're a business in Lakewood like for about $150 a year, you pay membership. And through that membership, you get access to a lot of programs and things like that, but you also are helping out kind of you know, the entire, the economic development. So that's one side. Then we do luncheons with speakers, and that's like, you know, they, they pay $20, and 
and we'll have something at like the Clifton Club, or we'll have something catered at like the Woman's Pavilion or something like that. And so again, we'll make some revenue on that. And then we'll have special events and you know, things like a taste of banquet or a golf outing or something like that. And that's another style. And then we also offer programs like health insurance and shipping and um, an energy program and things like that, that if you join a chamber of commerce, it like kind of makes you, this way a lot of people join, it makes you kind of like a bigger company. So instead of just having maybe, you know, yourself and two part-time employees and you're out there trying to buy like insurance or even get a good shipping rate or something like that, well, you're combined with all the other people that join the chamber and you get your insurance through the chamber of commerce at a better rate because it's a big five. So, um, we...